Hello, hi, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's my great pleasure to welcome you to the webinar in Leverage the Internal Weight Maturity Model During the Crisis, organized by Lioron Institute. So my name is Katerina, and I will actually be the host of this webinar. And I'm pretty sure you already, all of you know me as you've been receiving a couple of emails, emails in the past days. Well, um, as you already know, the instructor and the expert trainer is Daniel Lebel. He has over 20 years experience in internal audit, risk management, and financial management in many industries, uh, such as um, financial services, manufacturing, information technology, pharmaceutical, transportation, and higher education. He is currently working as the chief audit executive at the University of Quebec in Montreal. And he is actually a trainer and mentor for the internal auditors during their CA certification process. So we'll uh, basically, before we start with the webinar, I just uh, like to inform you that I, I'm not sure whether you can see, but on the right side, there you have the questions box. So I would strongly encourage you to ask any questions that you might have uh, throughout this webinar. First, we'll let uh, Daniel Lebel present, and after that, we'll have the Q&A, and we'll try to answer as many questions as possible. We have, I just want to inform you guys as well on this, that we have some issues with the camera. So that's why we won't be able to see Daniel level. However, I'm pretty sure that you're going to enjoy Daniel. Um, I'm just going to let you take over now. Good. Thank you very much uh, and welcome everyone. Oh, Wherever you are in the world today, uh, it's a pleasure to, for me to be with you today uh, as a chief audit executive because we're seeing some uh, rapid changes in the limelight of internal audit during the past weeks or so. Uh, like uh, Katarina was saying, I'm a board member at IIA Canada, just finishing a three years term. Uh, my passion is I'm a CIE exam coach in America, in Middle East, Asia, Africa, but now mostly online due to the restriction that we all have. And I'm actually a speaker at the IIA International Conference uh, on a regular basis, talking about new trends in internal audit. Uh, but as well as a CIE exam coach as well. So welcome to you everyone. I hope everyone is safe at home. Uh, I will make sure, sure that we will be using this 90 minutes uh, particularly with uh, a good timing and make sure that we'll be answering your question at the end of the presentation. So the agenda for today, I think we need to have a very, uh, very full agenda. Um, um, uh, first, we will have a reality check and uh, an agility check as well. I think it's important for us to be realistic, but to be agile at the same time. And we'll see what will be the impact for internal auditors. The internal audit capability model, we'll speak about it in a few seconds as well. We'll see how to leverage the model during the crisis and how it's the better usage for you to make sure that it will be adding value to the organization as well. We'll conclude on where we will make a difference during this crisis and we'll end up with a question period as well. Okay, first a, a reality check and agility check for the internal audit function. We want to make sure that to, to answer this question after the crisis, to answer where was the internal audit during the crisis. The crisis and something that is something that we have never faced in the past, it's affecting all the world. We will see what will be the impact of internal audit during this crisis. We want to be able to answer this, answer this question afterward. 
Okay, where was internal audit? Okay, we had a crisis, and what was the where were you adding value as an internal auditor during the crisis or so? So the recent surveys are showing that, okay, first we need to have a reality check, okay? We are not the one that are keeping the lights on in the organization, okay? Um, we, are, we, uh, we, uh, we are not the one keeping the lights on. We want to make sure that we will be understanding this. I've been talking with hundreds of people around the world and they are telling me that, okay, we, were not, we are not the one uh, that are making sure that we are keeping the light on, but we have a very important role regarding this when we are talking about uh, keeping the, oper the, the operation on. 66% okay? uh, of internal audit department had to put project on hold and may have scope limitation during this time. Okay, um, We want to make sure that we will be able to, to react to this. Okay. If we are a department and we have to put some project on, we need to make sure that we'll prioritize them as soon as possible, okay? Some of you may have some scope limitation. You used to work with Nicole in accounting, but guess what? Nicole is not able to answer your question because she's no longer working for the organization. So the initial strategic response are focused on assessing short-term impacts, okay? I want to make sure, I'm pretty glad that people are doing this related to the recent survey, that the initial strategic response are focused on assessing short-term impact. 78% of the um, people who are uh, answered this question said, okay, we are focusing on assessing short-term impacts related to internal audit and the organization, okay? And most of the organization have seen a change in their risk appetite. It's important to understand that the way we were working like three or four weeks ago regarding risk and risk appetite may have changed tremendously in the organization. So you need to make sure that we are tackling this on a fashionable way. So the question is, should we keep our annual audit plan? We have done an annual plan in the past and we've done some strategic work. Uh, we've looked at all the risk in the organization and we have developed a very thorough audit plan for the future. But now what do we do with this actual annual audit plan? Okay, we know that we will be evaluated based on this. For some organization, there might be some slight adjustment to be made, but in some other organization, there will be a tremendous impact on the crisis that we're seeing. So before doing anything, before answering this question, we want to make sure that we have something that will be put in place, of course. Before doing anything with your uh, annual audit plan, okay, uh, maybe you want to put it into trash. Some people will say, I don't want to change a dime on it because we think that it's very important. It has been approved before, okay. First, before doing anything with this plan, you want to evaluate the damage and the impacts, okay, on your organization. Is there any damages that are impacts that will be temporary or permanent? for your organization, okay? Temporary, meaning that maybe some people have been laid off in your organization. Uh, some system will not be, uh, some people will not be able to work uh, from home or remotely. So you might have some, some discussion to have first. What will be the permanent impact, okay? Maybe temporary, but permanent, but something in the midterm, okay? What will be the impact of a recession that will be following this crisis? Second, you want to assess the change in the risk evaluation and the risk appetite, okay? The risk that we've seen last month, 
could be obsolete in your organization. It's not a one size fits all, okay? You want to make sure that you will be able to assess this. So you want to make sure that you will do your risk evaluation, a thorough look, and discuss the risk appetite with management and the audit community. So it, that's why it's very important first to communicate with the management and the audit community to see if the risk evaluation and the risk appetite has been changed tremendously. New risk may have emerged during the last week and you want to make sure that you have adequate response by the organization and from internal audit as well regarding these new risks. And last but not the least, you want to get a seat at the table. If it's not done already during uh, with the pandemic task force, I'm pretty sure most of you, most of your organization may have developed or may have put in place a pandemic task force, okay? You want to get a seat at the table, okay? You want to make sure that you will be seen. You want to make sure that you will be hearing things, okay? You want to make sure that you will be uh, knowing things, the information that is gathered from the organization that's provided to the rest of unit is adequate and thoroughly looked by management and transmitted adequately to the audit committee as well. Okay? So it's already uh, very difficult for internal auditors sometimes to get the information. So you can imagine what will be the difficulty at this time and you can always already figure this out, I can guess, uh, during the crisis or the response, how tough it is now to get this information. So if you get a seat at the table, the chief audit executive get a seat at the table with the pandemic task force, this is already a good start. So before doing anything, you want to have these four things into place to make sure that you will be addressing uh, the risk and um, the situation adequately from the internal audit department. I found this funny because sometimes we say, okay, uh, sometimes we think that magic will be happening at one point because we don't do the information, but you want to make sure that you are there to get your point of view, okay? You want to make sure that you are an observer. You want to make sure that you could be a good advisor at this time of crisis. But if you don't get the seat at the table or if your chief audit executive is not seen in the organization, is not a visible actor regarding this crisis, you may have a problem. So I, I found this image funny because I think we want to make sure that people will be listening to us at this very important step. So the answer to the question, should we keep our annual audit plan? For most of us, it will be a, a strict no. Okay, and we'll see what will be the impact and how we can leverage with this. Okay, so we cannot, we won't, don't want to keep our annual audit plan, but maybe there's something we want to keep. Okay, first, I don't want to throw away uh, some engagement related to mandatory and regulatory requirements. Okay, I want to avoid to be put into place to say, okay, we didn't provide this, um, this, these report or these advice or these. Um, evaluation to the um, regulators because they will not give us extension on the regulatory requirements. So we want to keep this into our plan. Second thing we want to keep is advisory service that are adding value to the organization. We're already implicated in some advice. Some of you might be already implicated in advisory services and we want to keep them if they are still adding value to the organization. You want to make sure that you have assurance engagement who are still strategically relevant, okay? There's some things that you say, okay, we want to keep into place because I think uh, even though we had some things that have changed tremendously in our organization, we still think that 
these assurance engagements are still strategic, strategically relevant to the organization. And of course, if there's any other engagement that are almost completed, you want to make sure that you will be completed them and make sure that you will be uh, giving the results to the audit committee and to the management because we don't want to waste the resource that or the efforts that the team have put into place in the past weeks or months, depending on the engagement. So these are the ones we want to keep in our um, planning. Okay, so maybe it will give you an extra a new capacity okay maybe you will say okay based on the previous slide that i just showed you maybe 50 percent should be kept okay uh but so what do we do with this new capacity okay where can we add value in the organization we'll see with the maturity model uh where we can add value within the organization within the inside internal inside the internal audit function okay maybe we have extra capacity to develop something new uh, to revisit some processes or to um, to have more competencies regarding some um, some things that we need to put to have in the future within internal audit or to support the organization. We want to make sure that this capacity will be used in a fashionable way. So in the next slide, we will show you where we can add value with the maturity model during the crisis. First, it's very important to keep, uh, maybe you have seen this on the social media, uh, the one on the, on, the, on the left over here, where do, we, do I want to be during the COVID-19? I really like this model because we look where we've been through some, uh, maybe uh, might have been with the fear zone or the learning zone in the past, but where we want to be during the COVID-19 crisis is really in the growth zone, okay? So it's important to make sure that the, if we want to be in the growth zone, that we have an important spirit and other competency during the crisis. I want to remind this to you and for you to make sure that you put this into place uh, in your organization and within your team, and to make sure that your team is acting appropriately during this crisis, okay? So some competencies or spirit that we want to see. First one is empathy, okay? Some people have lost their jobs. Some people are very uh, frustrated with the situation now. Some people are could be a bit older and it's not change management and the technology that we are now using might not be adequately supported or might not be enough for them, okay? So empathy, empathy with your clients, empathy with the oddity as well and empathy with your team to make sure that if some people have been affected, uh, the kids are still at home and they need to work like crazy hours. Also, we want to make sure that you have been put this into place. You want to make sure that you recognize the needs of the organization at this time as well. Active listening, like we should be always be doing as internal auditor, but I think in this time of crisis, it's quite important. We want to make sure that we're future focused, we're showing appreciation, and we're showing leadership at this moment. So we want to make sure that we're a present leader as a chief audit executive or as internal auditor as well. Show openness, communication, and creativity. I put this one at last, but I think they are very important. Uh, openness regarding the situation, regarding the way that control might be changing in your organization. And communication, communication, communication is always one of the, the, the best way to show 
empathy and openness regarding this. And we will see during the next slide as well how creativity could add to this model as well. So we won't really want to be in the growth zone regarding this, but make sure that we have the actual spirit and competency put into place. So now we'll talk about the internal audit capability model. You can call it maturity model. The official terminology that the, the IIA has used in the past is the capability model. But for me, it's quite a maturity model that we can, uh, that I've been using with a lot of organization that I've been with and I've consulted with as well. And I hope it will be helpful for you to use it as well. I'm going to show you how it's going to be, uh, it could be implemented. Okay. Uh, so where is it coming from? It's coming from the II Institute of Internal Auditor Research Foundation. Uh, it's a framework that identifies the fundamentals needed for effective internal auditing. Okay. So you can, I will share the link with you to obtain this book or there's a part, it's, even the part that it's free. Uh, that you can download from if you're an IIA member as well. And it, it reflects the leading development and governance, business, and risk management to ensure that it's relevant, useful, practical, and forward-thinking. So we'll see how it will be applying to the crisis mode as well. So it's, what is the internal audit capacity model? It's a framework that we were just saying. It could be a communication vehicle. I, can, I will show you an example of this. Uh, it's all as well a roadmap for orderly improvement. If you see that you, you have some gap with the maturity or capacity model, how can you act upon to make sure that you will be moving forward with the, uh, the model during the next weeks or so? It's a tool to determine if the internal audit recurrence according to the nature, complexity, and associates risk of its operation. It's an assessment tool, and we'll see how we will be using this as well. And like I was saying before, you identify any gaps between those requirements, okay? We'll see that you have a maturity model to self-assess maybe yourself regarding where you are right now, where you want to be during the crisis and maybe after the crisis as well. And you want to make sure that there's, you if it's in line, you can assess if it's in line with the requirement from management and the audit committee as well. So we want to make sure that we'll be addressing these gaps as well. So what does it look like? For me, I, I always like to see something. If somebody can simplify something and put this on one sheet of paper, okay? Not that I'm simple-minded, but I want to make sure that I will be able to understand something on one pages. And you will see how it could be helpful to leverage this uh, regarding the situation right now. So we'll see that on the left, like any other maturity model, you have the level, okay? Uh, and we'll see on the top, okay, where you see the service and role of internal audit, people management, and so on. You have the, 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 the other things that are very important for internal audit. So the key competencies that you want to be tackling through this model as well. If we look at the left side, okay, over here, you will see that you have the different level, starting with level one, okay, where there's no sustainable or repeatable capabilities. Level two, what if it's we have some infrastructure, okay, where you have sustainable and repeatable internal audit practices and procedure. Level three, which is integrated level, where internal audit management and professional practice uniformly applied, okay. So we want to make sure that you obtain this level. 
Uh, level number four, where it is managed, where internal audit integrates information from across the organization to improve governance and risk management. So you see that it's more robust. And the level five, optimizing, where internal audit learning from inside and outside the organization for continuous improvement as well. So this is the left of the matrix. If we look at the top of the matrix, you see the sixth essential element of internal audit. Okay, The first one is the service and role of internal auditing. We will step and we'll do them one by one in the, the, in the, in the next slide, where we see people management, professional practices, performance management and accountability of internal audit, organizational relationship and culture, and then we'll step into governance and stru structures. So when it, it is populated, this is how it looks like, okay? This is, this is the matrix, this is the maturity model, okay? Where you see the different level with the, the different um, uh, things that are implied within on the top of the, the screen, okay? So we'll do them one by one, okay? Um, in the next slide, we'll try to avoid level one and level two because they are quite basic. So we want to make sure that we will be playing to leverage the internal audit maturity model with the top three uh, level, which is level three, level four, and level five. So question to the participant, you don't need to answer, just need to think um, maybe a few seconds about it. At which level do you think the, the IAE standard stands for? Is it at level one initial? Is it at level two infrastructure? Level three integrated? level four manage or level five optimizing and the answer is you want to make sure that you are at least at level three okay to make sure that you are in line with the iia standards okay level three is the integrated mode okay if we look at this on the, the matrix over here, or the, on the model, on the one-page model, okay? You want to make sure that you will be at least level one, two, and three uh, regarding the level, okay? This is where the standards are at, okay? So well, this is the bottom line that every internal audit function should be if they want to be in respects with the IIA standards, okay? Uh, maybe not all of you are at this point right now, okay? So maybe it would be a good tool even to look at the maturity model uh, when you will be looking at this in the future to say, okay, maybe I want to review some of the things that I thought I would, I was in line with the standards, but might not be fully in place, okay? So there's, very, there's an assessment that you can do during the crisis as well, if you have time to do this. But we want to make sure that we'll be tackling level three, four, and five during the crisis to make sure that we're adding value to the organization. So from now on, we'll, kind of forget level one and level two and focus on the next three level. So why and when to use the model, okay? First, it's a good self-assessment for continuous improvement. I've done this in many organizations and I've used this in many organizations. When you are, you are taking in charge or you're reviewing the, uh, the strategic um, planning maybe for the uh, internal audit function, it's a good self-assessment tool. It's good to share and communicate your vision regarding this. If you would say, okay, maybe we're at mostly at level two everywhere. Maybe we want to expand this on some 
of the competency that are required regarding uh, governance or again the role of internal audit within the organization. Okay, so you want to share and communicate your vision on this one um, page too as well. Uh, you want to maximize and develop the activity potential. Okay, maybe something has been, has been forgotten. Some things might be uh, good practices that you want to put in place into your organization but are not there permanently. So it could be a good thing to document this and to maximize and develop the activity potential as well. And of course, you want to benchmark with other organizations. You can see that maybe organizations that are similar to you. Uh, you can, what we've done over here, I'm working for university here in Montreal. We have, we have done this evaluation within all the university and we have shared our result uh, with other universities as well. Um, of course, it was all, always confidential, but we were able to benchmark with other organizations where we were standing as a, a university here in Montreal, Canada. So now, how to leverage the model during the crisis? Okay, we've seen the model, we've seen the different level that there, there is. So we see maybe some, it's not one size fits all, but some example on how to leverage the model during the crisis. If you want to do a self-assessment, or if you don't, don't want to do a self-assessment, maybe some example of where you could add value or you can use the model during the crisis. So we'll do them one by one. Let's start with the service and role of internal audit. Okay, let's start at level three in the bottom. Okay, you see that level three, the requirement says that we could be doing some advisory services or performance value for money audits. Okay, this is the top level. If you want to do a self-assessment, you will see that there's a lot of step involved, but this is the primary uh, goal of level three of service and role of internal audit. Okay, opportunities that may arise with this, um, with this level, okay, is to reassure the stakeholder on how the key controls are operating at the moment. Okay, we're in the crisis mode. Uh, most of us might be in the response, still in the response mode, okay. Uh, some organizations are already in the stabilization mode, uh, but we're, for most of us, we're not in back to business mode. So we see how to reassure the stakeholder on the key control, not maybe not all the control, but the key controls, depending on the level you are in the crisis, which level you are in the crisis mode right now. Uh, the second one you can do is a third party audit. Some, uh, there might be some impact, maybe some could go bankrupt, some of your partner that are very important might not be delivering what they should do. Uh, and sometimes management is uh, their plates quite full at the moment and they don't have time to do this, okay? So might be a good thing for you to step into this uh, if you want to uh, give some advisory service or could be even um, uh, assurance engagement related to third party audit as well. If you want to step into level four, which is manage, we can do some uh, in, on the overall assurance on governance, risk management and controls, okay? Uh, I'm taking into account that most of you might not be in charge of risk management. Some of you might be, are coordinating the process. Um, maybe daily communication with the second line of defense and take into account maybe uh, um, temporary, temporary combined reporting to make sure that we're tackling the risk and the, the key controls together regarding this, okay? So we want to make sure that if you have not been a tremendous um, user or maybe are uh, giving over assurance on, on the risk in the organization, that you want to, add to, to be joining the workforce regarding this. And of course, you want to look at new emerging risk and control approach. 
uh, related to teleworking or other key or the risk that might be appearing. Um, tackling the teleworking right now because there's a lot of data privacy um, problem that we may see with this, okay, uh, regarding the technology that we're using or maybe some something on the side that people are using right now, okay. Uh, it's, some, it's something that we've done in our organization and the audit committee was quite um, what was quite happy with our results. And if we want to step into level five optimizing, okay, we ask we have to ask ourselves: Can we play a non-independent role that might be putting us in the red zone? Okay, if we have some competency that could be used at the at the same time by the organization, can we put our independence on the side for some for some reason? Um, maybe you have an expert in data analytics that could help the organization at the moment, not by auditing them, maybe you can just um, put this person into the operation. That might rise, uh, that might be a problem for independence, but you want to make sure that you will be discussing this with the audit committee. So I've discussed uh, with many uh, chief audit executives and a lot of them are putting their independence on the side, okay? Because you want to be sure that you will be remembered as helpful as you can be. So if you have a resource as good as maybe uh, doing some, um, some some data analytics and could provide very good um, work maybe uh, with his, his or her competencies uh, with the operation of the first line of defense, you want to make sure that these, these competencies are not wasted on some audit or some things that it's not important for the organization. So discuss with the audit committee on where you could play a role and where you will be able to put some barrier in the future if you need to audit this in the future, okay? So don't be shy to put your independence role on the side if there needs to be in your organization because that's where you will be remembered in the future and that this is very important for me. Stepping into people management, um, level three, okay? Uh, you want to make sure that you have building uh, you have team building and competency, professionally qualified staff, and workforce coordination. Now would be a very good time to get your certification. And I'm not only saying this because I'm giving training regarding this. This is the perfect time to do this, okay? This will be, be may become a prerequisite in the future to make sure, that, okay, maybe we've reduced the staff of internal audit in our department, but we want to make sure that we're keeping the ones that are certified at the moment whether the CIA, the CISA, the CFA, the CFE, okay? This will become more and more important in the future. So maybe it's a good timing now if we want to use this capacity to say, okay, to the people, maybe you should maybe put one day per week if we have time uh, for your auditors to start working on your certification, okay? If you still have time to do this. Okay, so for me, we have integrated this in our planning, in our new planning, in our new capacity to make sure that there's no excuses for not getting the certification in the future. Level four, we want to, to contribute to the management development. So why not do, if there is times B, okay, um, management employee training or create awareness programs or video. Okay, if people have time to get the training right now, it will be a very good time to give some training regarding internal control, fraud prevention, uh, fraud awareness, uh, cyber security awareness, okay? So maybe it would be a good time and some government are uh, giving uh, as well subsidies to train management and employee at the moment. So uh, internal audit could play a different role into this. 
uh, if people they don't have time to get the training or the management or the employee they're too busy uh, tackling the crisis right now you can create awareness programs or video for the future so when will be stabilizing and being back to business in a few weeks or months maybe they, it will be a helpful tool for you for them to look at okay so if you have the capacity to do this that might be a good thing to do and of course if you want to step into the level five optimizing where we uh, are showing leadership involvement with professional practice i want to make sure to apply best practices framework on crisis management okay take a look at this you want to evaluate uh how internal audits is is, is using a, a certain framework on crisis management and if there is any uh crisis management mode that you could be auditing as well uh, within your organization because sometimes we want to use frameworks and there's several frameworks that you can use uh, on the market now to make sure that you, you could, if you don't have one, maybe ask your external auditor if they have one. Most of them will be able to help you finding one that is suitable to your team or to your organization as well. Now, stepping into professional practice, okay, we want to make sure that the professional practice will be kept or be even moving forward during this crisis mode. Okay. We want to make sure that we, we uh, at level three, that we are reassessing risk with and priority with the management and the audit committee. Okay. We want to make sure that we have the risk-based audit plans, of course, but we want to make sure that we are in line with the uh, with what are the priority of management and the audit committee. What do we want to keep? What do we want to add? Maybe there's some risk that are uh, arised. Uh, what do we want to push? In the future because we still think it's valuable but we have some scope limitation now or what do you want to eliminate because now it's not part of the uh, actual strategy but keep your team busy you have this actual new uh, capacity that you have maybe built into your organization and you want to keep your team busy okay so uh, th that's the basic thing for this one uh if you want to step at level four okay you want to make sure that your audit strategy lever the organization management of risk. So now could be a good time to streamline your internal audit processes. Okay. Now we cannot waste many weeks in auditing something. Information needs to get right away. Okay. People need to have the information yesterday. Okay. So maybe you should streamline your internal audit process for the one, the audit that you're doing right now. Um, or maybe for the future, for the one that you will be able to maybe convert into more uh efficient operation as well and maybe it could be a good time to do some cross training within the organization uh within your department okay some people from it audit could be giving some um some some training to the one that are doing operational the operational to, to the financial audit and financial audit to it so it's very a good time to use this capacity to do some cross training and of course at level five uh, you want to define the lessons learned from continuous improvement uh, regarding the, the, the way that you've managed a crisis and prepare for strategy for the new normal. Okay. When will be the new normal? Maybe you're still in a risk, uh, crisis response or stabilization at the moment. But when you will be back to business, what will be the new normal for you? Okay. Maybe you will have new budget, new requirement, a new you need to shift maybe the way that you will be using your budget because you cannot afford to have 20 a team of 20 auditors but regarding the what what will regarding the resources what would be the opportunity for you to review and to prepare for your strategy for the new normal as well
Now we'll be sticking into performance management and accountability. The, we cannot expect to throw maybe half of the audit plan or some, of the, some part of the audit plan and keep the same uh, way of doing things as in the past. We cannot keep the same uh, performance indicator. The accountability should be very different. So if we want to look at level three, some information that we were giving on a quarterly basis might be needed on a weekly or monthly basis. So giving monthly or uh, weekly or monthly reports to management and the audit committee might be a new requirement for the crisis as well. And of course, you want to evaluate at level four and level five, okay, uh, regarding the performance measure and the outcome of performance and value to the organization achieved. You want to reevaluate the performance measures with new KPIs. Uh, you may have now some KPIs will be on the short-term basis, mid-term basis, and long-term basis. So it might be a good thing for you to look at the one at least on the short-term and the mid-term uh, basis to make sure that you are applying the right strategy according to the performance of your departments. So I cannot stand more on this because it's, I think it's very important for you to react based on this and you cannot work anymore with the old KPIs that you were using, maybe just only a month ago. And regarding governance structures, okay, at level three, you want to make sure that uh, of course, you are coordinating with other line of defense. Uh, maybe you need to review some of the priorities with them, okay, related to uh, regulation, regarding to key controls, and regarding to the way that we are doing now, okay. Uh, we want to make sure that if there's uh, some red tape that needs to be done, or maybe you want to streamline some processes within the organization. I've seen this in my organization during the past week. I would say, okay, this, we need to be more faster to do this new process of approval now. So Daniel, please help us reviewing this process. And of course, we will putting our advisory cap to make sure that we will be helping them. Okay. And sometimes we see that the risk appetite will shift, uh, but you need to make sure that we will be reacting promptly as an internal auditor to make sure that it's within the risk appetite of the organization. Level four, you get you want to get a seat at the table for business continuity effort as an observer or advisory. I cannot, uh, it is one of the things that is most important at the moment. If you don't have this seat at the table, get this seat at the table. Okay. You want to make sure that you're visible, uh, your observer, advisory, if there needs to be, but we will get this communication and this information that you need to make sure that you will be leveraging the internal audit function at this time. And of course, at level five, we've spoke about it with the first, uh, the first one. You want to make sure that there is an, there, there is an opportunity to step in the red zone. Okay? If you have to put your, on all your independence with some people, with some activity, okay, you need to, to discuss to have the audit committee blessing to do this. So this is where you will uh, show power and authority of the internal audit activity regarding governance, but you want to make sure that you have discarded this information and obtained the blessing from the audit committee, okay? Because now you want to add value to the organization. You have, of course, you need to have the competency to do so, but you want to make sure that you will be disclosing this information and obtaining the audit committee blessing on this. So a few minutes to conclude, okay. Um, 
Again, the internal audit capability model during the crisis, okay? It's a framework that is recognized for the chief audit executive who want to improve the internal audit activity during the crisis. Uh, of course, it enables the internal audit activity to be more performing, okay? We've seen that, okay, maybe we want to make sure that we have at least level one and two and three to make sure that we are applying the standards, but we want to play a different role to add value to the organization and making sure that we are stepping out of maybe of the box or our comfort zone and make sure that we're tackling the level four and five at the same time as well. And it's a simple but powerful communication tool to make sure that you will be seeing this, okay? Um, some organization has, okay, I'm using this tool, okay? It's a very strong visual perspective, okay? It's only one sheet of paper and sometimes you can identify where you were before the crisis, if you have done this self-assessment, where you will be your priority during the crisis, okay? If you are in crisis or response mode, and where you will be working after the crisis as a strategic leverage uh, with the crisis to make sure that when you're in stabilization or back to business, this is what you want to tackle, okay? I put, it's only a visual, might be different from organization to organization, and you want to make sure that you have this visual. So when the audit committee and management, when they can see this on a sheet of paper, and it's a recognized framework and model uh, for the future, you want to make sure that you will be able to share this with them as well. So to answer back this question, where was internal audit during the crisis? I think it's very important for you to understand where you were during the crisis, okay, we've seen some example. Uh, you will see maybe in the future, if you want to uh, download the information regarding the capability model, to do this self-assessment yourself and see where, some example where you can um, uh, add value and where to make sure that to, to be answering this question quite right when it, was, it will be asked after the crisis. So to come back to the first, um, uh, the, the first logo that we've seen in the past, who do I want to be during the COVID-19? Okay, I've put like five key things that I think are very important for you during the, this crisis and to make sure that we'll be addressing the new normal and to be in the growth zone in the future. First, you want to make sure that you address the new risk in a different way, okay? We and some people might say, "Oh, we, I'm I'm doing 95% of my ash on my work or my engagement now in assurance mode." So maybe you want to step in non-assurance mode, being advisory, uh, step into the operation for some organization where you have, want to put your independence on the side, and if you have the competency as well. So you want to address these new risks with non-assurance if there needs to be. So you might be able have to step into your comfort zone if you're not there yet. Of course, you don't want to jeopardize management actions to meet artificial targets, okay? If some people are still thinking about, okay, we want to make sure that we will be there will be no change to the audit plan and we want to still do it and we are putting into jeopardy the management action, uh, only to meet our artificial target, we need to review these targets, okay? We don't want to jump into a situation where you will say, okay, well, internal audit was not helpful at us, we, they were, we were wasting time, 
uh, working with them during the crisis because they are asking all these silly questions only to meet artificial targets. Still, you want to be put to put in place a new plan that will be meeting the new risk, but don't put artificial targets that are not required for the organization. It's very important for the chief audit executive uh, to be a visible leader in a virtual world. Okay, we're still most of us are working from home. Uh, and it's quite difficult to get the good communication, but you want to remain visible. Uh, sometimes it could be through informal discussion, informal meetings as well, to make sure that you're visible and uh, in this virtual world as a chief audit executive and as a leader as well. A thing that, I, a thing that I've seen that is quite popular now is um, a lot of internal audit are saying, what are the five key risks and focus on them right now, okay? and to this, to the to and to maybe have a brainstorm with the uh, with the internal audit team and management and the audit committee as well to see where and how internal audit can add value on these risks. Okay, and you will see that in most of the time, sometimes it will be an assurance mode, but most of the time it will it will be through consulting operation as well. Okay, so if you are able to identify these five key risks on a short-term basis and see where and how internal audit can add value, add value now, not add value in a few months, but add value now, make sure that you will be communicating this action plan as well. And of course, you want to place um, to put in place short-term KPIs on internal audit crisis management. You've, we've seen that, okay, maybe a lot of your priority may have shifted during the past week. Well, most of, for most of you, it is the case. But put these new KPIs in terms of internal audit crisis management. Some organizations say, okay, we cannot do business as usual, so we want to make sure that 10% of our staff will be through cross-training or to train maybe management or to develop training awareness program for the future. So see where your capacity lies for the next weeks or months because we don't for most of the organization most of the country now we are still in the gray zone where we're trying to see where will we be back to business but in depending on the on the model the industry and the country it's quite difficult now to see when it will be become back to business okay so put in place these short-term kpis on internal audit crisis management I uh, just want to leave you with useful links, okay? Uh, the internal audit capability model, okay, that you can look at, okay, with uh, the on the IIE website, and value proposition of internal auditing and the internal audit capability model, which is also on the internal uh, IIE website as well, okay? Uh, some other links that might be useful that I've not put in over here, uh, you will, if you look at the IIE uh, website for global, there is a COVID-19 uh, blog. There's some resources as well for business continuity audit, business continuity management as well. So the IIE has created the COVID-19 um, section where it's very easy to look at and really easy to obtain the information. And some links that you might be see. okay, what will be crisis management framework? Uh, you can call your external auditor or look at with some uh, on the internet or with some of the um, um, at, uh, top five, maybe consultant group. They will be able to help you to say, okay, which framework should I be using regarding crisis management? Uh, and you will understand with this crisis management world what will be the key 
activities regarding crisis mode, depending at which, which level you are at now. I just want to take a few minutes to, to give you more information about our next CIA seminars. I think it's a, the appropriate timing to look at certification and CIA, of course, is the cornerstone or the flagship certification for internal auditors. We're starting a session this um, this Sunday, uh, April 19. Okay, uh, it's a four-day uh, it's a four-day training. We will be tackling CIA part one and part two, uh, and it's always a good thing to do. I think mo most of the time we're doing this on um, in public, but now we have to switch, of course, and adapt and to be agile and do it with live virtual training like we are doing right now. Okay, so it's very interesting because you will see what will be the tips to make sure that we will be tackling the CIA um, um, exam uh, for the first the first one and the second one. Uh, we'll do some questions, some training as well, and a lot of information that will be helping you um, be successful with the uh, CIA exam. So it's starting, the next section is starting this Sunday. So now I want to step into the question zone. I want to look at some questions that we may have from the, um, some people who have put some question over here. Okay, I want to look at this. Okay. Um, okay. First question I want to say, okay, is it long to, to do the self-assessment self regarding the, um, the, uh, the maturity model? Um, it's not very long. Okay, you can download the information or you can ask us to do this with you as well or to uh, to, to, to help you with this, okay? Uh, maybe do, uh, doing it some few days if you want to do a thorough one, but if you just want to use the model to see what could be the good example where we can ask this. Maybe you can ask your team or to, uh, to create a task force within the organization to make sure that you will be looking at this on, um, on a fashionable way and make sure that we'll be developing the action plan regarding this, okay? This, pre this presentation will be shared with you and you will have the link to look at this if they want to look at this again, I think on YouTube and this one will be, um, uh, this one will be, you will be able to do this in, in, in the future with your team. Uh, next one, we have a question regarding, Okay, which one of the um, which one of the uh, the component we should be tackling first? Okay, I just want to go back maybe with the model and a few slides before. Okay, you want to make sure that you'll be starting with the service and role of internal audit. Okay, if you want to work on the other uh, five, okay, you want to make sure that you will be stepping uh, with the service and role of internal audit. Okay. You want to be sure that I internal audit is, of course, is with level two. Of course, you may have done some compliance audit in the in the second in the second level. You want to make sure that you are tackling level three advisory service if it's not the case, or performance of value for money audits. Okay, I will. If you're not, if you have not done advisory service in the past, you want to make sure that you'll be tackling this with your key uh, internal auditor or more senior internal auditor in the future, okay? You want to make sure that you'll be tackling this during the crisis because this is where you will add value for most of the organization regarding this, okay? Uh, at level four, over-assurance on governance, risk management, and control, okay? 
how can you give this overall assurance if you're not there yet? Okay, that might be something that you want to tackle during the crisis, and maybe takes this time to elaborate on the um, governance, risk management, and controls activities that are actually happening in your organization, and work as a team partner with them as well. And of course, you want to make sure that during the crisis or after the crisis, you are in the service and role of internal audit, uh, stepping into level five to be make sure that you are recognized as a key agent of change as well. Um, I think that's most of the I think most of the question that we've received so far. Okay, so if there is no more question. I will just leave this to you uh, and with Katerina to close the session as well. Well, uh, thank you, Daniel, very much for this. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, you can feel free, you have my email, feel free to ask any additional questions that you might have. Also, as Daniel mentioned, We'll have the webinar um, on YouTube. We'll send you the link as well, together with the presentation and everything. And um, as I mentioned, if you have any additional questions, feel free to let me know, and we'll try to answer them all. Thank you very much. I hope you all enjoyed it. Take care. Bye-bye.